Lord. Hallelujah. Shewa brabo suyi. Shewa namon suyi. Nidinda usu. Yesu dinda uso nidinda uso nidin nidinda uso This morning, I've just been given 20 minutes for Elder Quest, so we want to quickly run through the Word of God. This morning is a question I'm asking, and I'm sure that by the time we close from here, we will all have answers to West. Who is your God? Who is your God? Please, am I permitted to? Who is your God? Sometimes, as Christians, even as we are seated here this morning, if I should ask you, who is your God? It doesn't really sound so well. Because we believe that we have all accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior. So there is no need. We know God. But how do you know him? And he, is he really the God that you are serving? Is he really the God you are following? So I ask, who is your God? We live our lives, we move around. If we should ask somebody to move with you throughout the week, the life that you are living, is he really showing the Christ that you have accepted? Are you truly trusting God this morning? Or is it that everybody is coming, so let me also join? 
Who is your God? Is it the gods that our forefathers talked about to us? Is it the lion of the tribe of Judah? Is he the healer? That is why you are following him this morning. Sometimes because we have not really encountered and experienced him. What do you have to say about your God? What do you have to say about your God? Someone will say that because God healed me, he is my healer. And we have got testimonies to prove that indeed God is our healer. He is our soon coming king. And are you ready for him? When you look at life now, it is like 24 hours, no cry, and so. Two days ago, my husband was saying to, speaking to pastor, and he was telling pastor that he wished that 24 hours would be 28 hours. Because it looks like when it is 6 a.m., by the time you realize it is 6 p.m., and what have you done throughout the day? You have not accomplished anything. If I ask you, who is your father? You will be able to tell me who your father is. Or who is here who cannot tell me his father's name? Is somebody here like that? Who doesn't know who his father is? I'm not talking about God. I'm talking about your earthly father. If I should ask you, who is your father? You will tell me a lot about you. Even if I should know your father, and you don't even mention your father's name, your resemblance of your father will let me know that indeed, Mr. Soso and So, this is a son or this is his daughter. Are we seeing that of Christ in your life? This morning I came to give a message so that we all ponder over it. The way the world is going, eh? You will speak to somebody in the next 30 minutes, you will not hear from the person again. So let us check our lives. It is not a matter of you coming to church. We are singing and we are praising God, you are dancing. But in your hearts of hearts, Chief Wabeka said, Yeshua kume mupa and Sam Fata Christo. You don't have that resemblance of Christ in your life. We are imitating Christ. What are you imitating? What is somebody looking up to you to also be like Christ? This morning, who is your God? Who is your God? If your father is able to discipline you, then you should know that when God is disciplining you, you don't have to comment. Or you come to church, you do something that the elders or officers speak about. So you will not come to church again. If you are not going to come to church again, which God are you following? If truly you are following the God who is the maker of the whole universe, when it comes to discipline, you have to endure it. You have to endure it. If God is straightening the paths for you, you will go through pain. 
But we don't want to go through pain. When Jesus Christ was stripped, he was crucified for us. He never complained. So if you are saying that you are following Christ, when the road is crooked and God is straightening your paths for you, you have to submit yourself and go by what God is telling you. But what do we see? We are all saying we are Christians. But let's go to our offices and see what is going on there. Where I work, there's a group of people who always pray in the morning, morning devotion. I told myself I would join. When I said to my friend I wanted to join, the first question she asked me is that, ah, are you the same with them? The reason why she asked is because they are praying, but their lifestyle is different. We have Church of Pentecost members in there. If you want to go for training, you have to pay for your name to be added. Church of Pentecost member in there. Who is your God? If it is the Christ we are all professing to follow, then what kind of lifestyle are we living? Are we truly possessing the nation? If God should come before us today, this morning, the trumpet has sounded and God is in our midst. Are you going? Let me see by hand those who go. Are you sure? Be sincere with yourself, oh. Me, I cannot see what is in the inside of you. I don't even know where you are coming from this morning. But we are all dressed nicely, seated before the master this morning. What is your life saying about the God you are serving? You talk anyhow. Media me wakuma pa se makuma ne ba. Na me kame huwa. Who is your God? I'm asking you this morning, who is your God? Because we are committed to a lot of things, we are not able to serve God really well. So we live our lives anyway, anyhow. Whatever the wind will blow our way, we just move by it. But if you truly know the God you are serving this morning, no matter the mountains that you will face, no matter the storms that will blow, you will stand. And everybody will have a cause to say that, truly, truly, way or your Christian. Let's read First Kings chapter 18, verse 21. When you read First Kings chapter 17, it was talking about Elijah who had decreed that it would not rain to Ahab because of what they were doing against God. It was not going to rain. God had told Elijah to go and hide himself and that he was going to 
preserve him and protect him, give him food to eat. Elijah heeded to all that. It got to a point that where the brook that was giving him water dried up and he didn't have water to drink. But God told him again to go to Zarephath. There is a widow there who would sort him out. Elijah listened and then went there. But whilst he was there, God told him to go back to where Ahab is. He should go there because there was something that God was going to do. And when Ahab went, um, Elijah went to where Ahab is, he told Ahab that he wants to prove to him that there is a God. And he asked them to prepare water so that everybody will cry out to the God that they are serving. He asked those who were worshipping Baal to, pour, um, to call their God to answer by fire. And that the God who answers by fire is truly the God that they will serve. But Elijah realized that the people who have been called by the name of God, they were living their own life. Whether they were worshipping Baal or they were worshipping God. And Elijah told them this. Eli, um, 1 Kings 8.21 Elijah went before the people and said, How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. But the people said nothing. If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. But the people said nothing. So this morning, if God is your God, follow him. But you are here. You are saying you are following God. But there is a big question mark. Even some of us who are here, when we see your lifestyle, we wish that you would change. But are we ready for that change? We are so guilty because we have a dual allegiance to things. We have God and we have the life that we have to live, competing with each other. So we are not able to serve God truly. We have God and we have our houses. You are building, because of that you have lost focus. All that you are doing is to make sure, say, I have a house. And people will also recognize that me too, I'm somebody. Forgetting that it is the will of God that will stand. If God doesn't help you, you cannot build. Because when you move around town, there are huge mansions that have not been completed. Some starts building, they have the finances. Along the line, the person is gone. And there is no one to continue on building because the person has got a different vision concerning the house. We have our God and our family. Who do we please? Your, your father is there, your mother is there. There are people who even their parents do not even want them to go to church. And you are torn between this. My mom says I should do this. What is God telling you about that particular thing? What is God telling you about it? I remember when we were teenagers and we used to go to church. There was this particular girl who always came with a mini dress or mini skirt. 
And our Sunday scripture is the late Pastor Isaac Edu Jemfi of Blessed Memories on the Ochi Rough. He can even cane you in the church. So always he tries to find out from the girl why she was wearing those mini dresses. And what she always says that, So you cannot tell me to stop. So, what is God also saying about that dress? We have God in our career. Me, I'm always happy when I see a woman professor, a woman who is a doctor. I'm not a feminist, but I'm happy. Because the struggles that a woman will go through before getting to that stage. But if you are not careful, you will drift away. We have professors who are not Christians. They started well. They started very well. But go and ask them. They are now even speaking against God. Nobody is saying don't go to school. You have to go to school. A time is coming if you don't have a degree, you don't even sell pure water in Ghana. Oh, it's true. So go to school. All that you have to put in, put it in. But remember, there is God. Remember, there is God. We have God and our finances. The Bible even says money answers all things. But we do not have to put God aside and put all our hopes on money. It is nice. If somebody should give me 200 Ghana, the way I would jump and get it, you know. But money will push you from God. It is not every money that is spent. It is not every money that you also have to chase. That is why we have Sakawa boys, Sakawa girls around. Because the world we are in now, we are chasing after money. We are chasing and running after money. It is like money is in America and everybody is running to America for money. Who is your God? If you are truly serving the one and only God that we know, we have been talked to about, money shouldn't be something that will push you away from God. If you know the God that you are serving, that he is able to supply all our needs according to his riches in glory, money will not control you. Money will not control you. Just as I said, money answers all things. Whilst you are sitting here, you are hungry. If you don't man have money, you cannot purchase anything. But this same money will push you away from God. And because of that, we have focused our eyes on things that are not pleasing to the God we are serving. We focus everything on the world that we see around. And it is like God is sitting somewhere and you are also doing your own thing. Which God are you serving this morning? Which of the gods are you serving? Let me put it like that. Which of the gods are you serving this morning? 
Is it the God that answers by fire? Is he the one that you are following this morning? We put our hope and trust in human beings that we forget that the human being, him or herself, was made by God. An example is about three weeks or a month ago. I heard there was this structural driver who heard that Shatawali, listen to Shatawali, was at Joy FM. He drove to Joy FM, dropped all the passengers in the vehicle just to see Shatawali. Shatawali, oh! Shatawali, on for heaven. I'm not judging him. He wants to see Shatawali. And there are people amongst us that their role models, Shatawali, Stone Boy. But when you come into the presence of God and it is worship time, you see people closing their eyes and sitting down. Who is your God? Because this, it just dropped the day Pastor told me I was going to speak and this topic came. And I've been struggling every time as to what to say. But God himself is a merciful God. Because of Shatawali, he dropped, forgetting about Sikana Wajinokraapunu, just to go and see Shatawali. And what amazed me was that when he saw Shatawali, he wept. Oh, true, I know most of you have heard it. He wept. You've seen it. He wept. He has a tattoo of Shatawali at his back. Yes. And even Shatawali wanted to even give him money. For we are treating God. That even if we are called to come to church, that is when we have a book of excuses to give. A book of excuses to give. But look at a mere mortal man. He is not immortal. Within a twinkle of an eye, he will go away. Look at how this structural driver is seeing Shatawali. And I wish that it will be the same with the God that we are serving. We will truly, truly, from our heart, imitate Christ. We profess that we are following. And you're sorry to say you want fruit of the womb. How can it be possible? How can it be possible? You want employment. And the man will give you money. And you come and invest in the house of God. It is a curse to you. Because somebody is weeping. And you are happy. You call yourself a daughter of Christ. Who is your God? You are sitting here. You add zeros to your accounts in the office. You add zeros to your accounts in your office. We see you as an angel. And you come and sit here. But I'm not saying that men boy for you. But if you know you are doing it genuinely, but if you know even your tithes that you are giving 10%, repent. Repent. 
Repent. Because a guy has broken your heart, now you have become a lesbian. Because a man may end up Who told you that? And we have the people in the house. They are not in Morocco. They are in the house of God. But you have forgotten that there is a friend who sticks, there is a friend who sticks more closer than a brother. We are professing Christ, but you drink. Once I came to church one Sunday morning, a particular guy, he was drunk. He is very active. He's in the ushering department. Yes. Which God are we following? This morning, a self-examination. I've given only one memory verse. But me, what I'm happy is that God himself knows what he is doing. You live your life anyhow. As if you don't have somebody who is there one day he's going to judge you. As I said, eh? Where would you be? What would be your stand? You have a bitterness within you. How can you see God if you have bitterness in your heart? We are all sitting here. I always tell my husband, say, I'm sure we will not come to this church again. Because, but you don't know the stress I've gone through before coming to stand here. You don't know. I've not slept too. Because I said that pastor will mark me. So I have not slept. But somebody is sitting there, nation. For what reason? You understand? Don't harbor bitterness. It gives heart enlargement too. When you go to cardio, when you ask them, they are doctors, say, oh, people, oh, nim, how, oh, bitterness. Who is your God? If God is harboring bitterness against each of us here, I'm sure said by now, no. If God is harboring bitterness against us, we are all pretending to be what we are not. Pretenders, hypocrites in the house of God. Hypocrites in the house of God. If we put you on a scale this morning, one to five, one to five, what would be your mark? Hypocrites in the house of God. Oh no, the next five minutes, Obed dress you from head to toe in the house of God. But the person doesn't know that it is favor that makes the distinction. It is the favor of God. So if you also want to have the same favor, you have to rely on God. And stop the dual allegiance things that we are doing. You are for God, but you are here. We are not hearing from God again because our hearts are as far from God. But we are professing Christ. 
If we should go to your house right now, and we are telling a member in your house to come to church, will that person follow you? Will that person follow you to church? This morning, as Christ being the center of everything that we are doing, we are taking our own lives into our own hands. We are fashion. Into fashion. Fashion which is against God. In the house of God. You have an anklet on your leg. Is it pleasing God? Go and read about what the Bible says about anklets in the Bible. Nyami He's come. You see what COVID is doing to us. You see what COVID is doing. Now Ghana, we are above two thousand. And when we say yeah, boy, when you see somebody, you are not able to recognize that person. How much more when God is coming to be the judge of the earth? Where would we stand? Who is your God this morning? Joshua saw this and spoke in Joshua 24, verse 15, the A. He said, if serving the Lord seems undesirable for you, choose for yourself whom you are going to serve. Is it the God your forefather served when they were in the, by the Amorites? Joshua 24, verse 15, let's read. Joshua 24, 15. 24, 15. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Ephrites or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you are living. Let it be there. So which of the gods are you serving this morning? Ubeka said you are not serving the gods that we see. But truly, truly, you are serving another God. Because you are not on the right path that God wants you to be. The Israelites saw everything that God did to them. When they left Egypt, the things that God did, turned water, he did so many things. They were hungry, he supplied them food. They, were, they lacked it, he gave them to it. They did this, they gave it to them. That is the same thing happening in our present world. God has supplied you with everything, but still you are not satisfied. So you still want more. And by wanting, you get to where you are not supposed to be. You get to a point, if you are a lady, a man has to sleep with you before he gives you money, and you are okay. Which of the gods are you serving this morning? And they said, Joshua told them, but as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Can you boldly declare that? But as for you and your house, you will serve the Lord. Can you boldly declare that? We all come. We sing. We all dance. When we're back on heaven, everybody raise their hand. But you know, say, you know 
Oh, you know. You know, and it has been eating you up. It has been eating you up. What are you doing about it? Let's not forget, Hebrews 10.31 says that it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of God. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of God. Hebrews 10.31. So all that we are doing, we are just playing around, doing everything. The day God will strike. How prepared are you? What are you going to let those things off so that you can have, allow God to have his own way in your life? If truly he is the God that you profess to worship. We are not ready to do the bidding of God. That is why we want employment we are not getting. Because our heart is far away from God. When we come, we all come forward. But truly, truly, there is a blockage. That is why If God is the God that you want to serve, then we have to choose to eliminate self from our heart. The self that is controlling us Let's read Joshua 24, verse 14. Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your ancestors worshipped beyond the Ephrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. Choose to eliminate self. What will please yourself? That is what you like. We have to continually trust in God. Because we don't trust God, that is why we walk away anyhow. We do our own thing. We take things into our own hands and do them. God says that eh, he will supply all my needs, but they are not coming. So I want to help myself. Trust God. Trust God. You tell your partner, would they mean trust you or would they mean, can God also trust you? Serve God in sincerity and truth. Serve God in sincerity and truth. Be sincere with your service to God. Do it from your heart. No libilibi, no labalaba kind of lifestyle. If it is this God that we are serving, we have to allow the Holy Spirit to control us. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to control us. You don't live your life anyway. If you are serving God, you should be able to hear the still small voice. If I'm asking, who has heard from God? Eh? 
Answer me. Eh? How do you hear from God? If you have heard from God before, raise your hand, please. Hey! Obinsa is Obinsa is on your show. You see, because we don't allow the Holy Spirit to control us, even when God is speaking, you don't hear it. You don't hear it. Someone will say, I heard that God was with but still na na mi amijin say enye nyaminti na mpese mi koya adie na mehwe. Allow the Holy Spirit to control you. If you allow God the Holy Spirit to control you, you will not go off track. You will always be in the line of God. We have to discard our attitudes. Attitudes that we show towards each other. Attitudes that we show towards each other. You look at your fellow human being as if say, you talk anyhow and you look down upon people because of one car that you have. So, you are more pompous and proud. And we have to always be conscious and constantly to profess this. Please give me Galatians 2.20. Galatians 2.20. So, I bring my sermon to an end. I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. If you are constantly conscious of this that you have been crucified with Christ and that you no longer live for yourself but you live for Christ Always, you will know that truly the one who created the whole universe is truly the God that you are serving. And we should bear in mind that he is a rewarder of those who diligently serve him. Who is your God this morning? Amen.